Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. We are going to continue the power of words. We saw yesterday that it words that this invisible um, uh, group or, or the other dimension, if you will, that is activated by our word, and they're actually waiting for us to speak so that um, when we release those words, those commands in faith, uh, using faith as the power behind what we say, the Bible tells us that things began to happen. Those um, invisible uh, uh, people, uh, not people, uh, entities, if you will, they began to become our servants and to do the will that we have, uh, that we set out to We saw the importance of it, and we saw that God is going to judge us, um, our words. And we saw that in Matthew chapter 12. And I tell you that on the judgment day, people will be responsible for every careless thing they have said. And so why is that? Because out of the abundance of one's heart, one speaks. And when you speak something, you believe it, it becomes your action becomes the way you govern yourself. And so we see that the importance of our words and we we see the power that is within the words that we release, which is death or life. It has the ability to cause a human spirit to die. It has the ability to cause the human spirit to flourish as well. And so death and life are in the tongue. And what does that signify? Great responsibility, you know what they say, in Spider-Man, uh, with great power comes great responsibility or something like that. And so we see then that you and I ought to be responsible with the words we release from our mouth. The scripture tells us in Ephesians 4.29, to let, not, let no corrupt talk come out of our mouth, but except for those that is good, building up that individual, building up their spirit, encouraging them, lifting up. That's how we should be talking to others. And um, it tells us that we are to, uh, we will be able to give an account. The book of Proverbs really goes into the power of one's uh, word and the words that we speak. Proverbs sixteen twenty four. gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health the body and that is with you and I speaking to someone but me when I read the word I look at the word of God as gracious words are like a honeycomb so when I read the word of God I I uh, that's how I interpret the word of God that it's like honeycomb it's sweetness to my soul it helps me to heal my body and so forth 
And uh, so I want from my relationship with God that I also uh, have that type of interaction with others. So now let's take a look at words, the power of words. Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active. So um, we... That is why we are going to be judged based on this, because the Word of God is living and active. So when you introduce the Word of God into your situation, you are introducing life. Uh, and so your situation is darkness. And so when we look at Genesis chapter 1 and we see that the Word of God is active, let there be light. So God's Word is active, it's living and active, and it went forward from God and created light. And you and I have that same ability because he said that he created you and I in his image and in his likeness. And so in his likeness, I have the capability of releasing living and active words into my current dead situation, and it will uh, begin to uh, take material, if you will, and begin to formulate my command. And so God is asking you and I, to be very mindful of this thing and that it tells us in Proverbs 15:4 that a gentle tongue is a tree of life and so we have to be very very careful because God is now going to uh, make us aware that our words can do some things that we did not know. We can speak things into existence by the word. So we're speaking and releasing life into a dead situation. And we see in Romans chapter 4, 17, where God's word uh, calling those things into existence that uh, are not as though they were as, as if they existed. So in the eye of the one that is speaking, as if they were they had uh, they expect uh, existed. So in that person's uh, mind, in that person's belief system, they're calling things that are into existence that they know that does not. So they in them it does exist, and so then because it does exist in them. They then are releasing the word into their situation. So that's why I say to you guys that you have to implant the word of God into your soul so that it can, um, it, the cleansing of your soul, the word of God begins to cleanse it. You begin to meditate on the word of God as you listen to the word. You listen, you're meditating, you're murdering the word, you're, you're speaking it and you're listening to it. Your soul, man is listening to it. Your spirit man already agrees with it. And your soul now, as he begins to get this information, the regurgitated in him as he's here, as he's listening, he is going to, your your goal is to get him to hear it. But the Bible tells us that when one hears it, the woman heard the word and she said within herself. It, when she heard it, so when you and I hear the word of God, where faith comes by hearing, what happens to us that that faith now is in within the hearing. And so Jesus said to the disciples in Mark chapter 11, verses 22, and Jesus said, uh, have faith in God. And I think that is the beginning of all of our problems, um, that we do not have faith in God. Because if we know God and we have faith in God, then all the other things that follows will be completed because we have faith in God. We have faith in God's word that are living and active. And so if we have faith in God, we are having faith in God's word that are living. Truly I say to you, whosoever 
say to this mountain, that is literal mountain in front of him, he's talking to them about his specific mountain, not a spiritual mountain or any of that stuff, but we can spiritualize it and use it in the realm of that mountain that is before you. And so he says, be taken up and be thrown into the sea. So he's now describing an event that is breaking all the laws of uh, our natural uh, our natural realm, our seen realm. This be taken up and thrown into the sea, and that is power. What causes that? If we have faith in God, and if we say something. And so the connection of understanding who God is and having a relationship with God, as we are now taking this word that is alive and began to introduce it into our being. And once we introduce it to our being, that will cause life in us. We will then release power and create just like God said. And so we're looking at the power of words. We're seeing that uh, the world, the word of God created or re um, it created it in, in Genesis chapter 1, and it recreated it in uh, Genesis chapter 1, 1. It created it, and in Genesis chapter 1, 2, and so forth, it recreated, um, re replenished back the earth. And so we see uh, that the Word of God is absolutely the key, but it has to be coupled with our faith. And when we do that, it says, by faith, the scripture says, we understand that the universe were created by, how was it created? By the word of God in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 3. And so, as we're looking at this closer, and how does it relate to you and I, we are created in his image and in his likeness, so that you and I have the ability to look into darkness and we have the ability to uh, speak into it. We have the ability to change it, calling those things that are not as though they were. But that person who has released the word, in their heart, that thing that they spoke is a reality. But it doesn't look like it is a reality to those that are outside, but to the one who spoke the word, it is a reality. So when you say to someone tells you that you are sick and you will say to them, no, I am healed because you have a reality of the word of God. You have faith in God. You have faith in God's ability. You have faith in God's um, uh, ability to, to do things. And now let's take a look at what the Bible says about God and um, when it comes to his word and so forth. So we know then that um, for the word of God is a, is a is living and it is active. And so if it's living and active, then it can be um, it can change our situation, if you will. It can adjust things that look dead. So why? Because you're speaking life into dead situations. And the Bible tells us that uh, God says that once He releases His word. It does not come back empty. And so why does God's word not come back empty? Why? Because his words, he believed exactly what he said. And because he believed what he said, calling those things that are not as though they were, they shall come pass. It says in Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 25, For I am the Lord, I will speak the word that I will speak, and I will, and it the word that I speak, and it will be performed. 
it, the word that I spoke, will no longer be delayed. But in your days, O rebellious house, I will speak the word, and I will perform it, declare the Lord. Jesus makes a statement, have faith in God. So we have to have faith that God is able to, because we are just reiterating the words that he speaks. He says, I will speak the word that I will speak. Mark, uh, the book of Matthew, the book of uh, John, all these places, he's speaking, the book of Genesis, he's speaking. He said, I'll speak the word that I'll speak, and I will uh, perform it. So he has to perform his word once I come into faith. And that is why when I believe that when you and I are single-minded, when we are in faith, when the soul man recognizes and he understands that this particular scripture that God is talking about in whatever situation is God said he's going to do that he believes it there is nothing when that person speaks now and the spirit the soul and the body is all in unison when that person speaks I believe that in his image and his likeness we are speaking within that situation with the same authority as God Almighty and the same uh, um, in you know the same material if you will is released in our, from our words and that situation it now has to the words will then create our desired outcome. And so we see that it is very important that you and I have to learn how to um, control our words, uh, how to be um, respectful as to uh, what things we say, understanding that within the words that we release, it can do things to people. It can cause people to stir up their anger. Proverbs 51 tells us that a a harsh word stirs up anger. A soft answer turns away a wrath. So we have to learn to see that the uh, the power of words come into play, and you and I have to understand the purpose of it, so that we can make a desired outcome change and affect our lives. Because uh, that realm is waiting for what you have to say. The enemy is very interested in what you have to say because, based on what you say, he will then try to make sure that he holds you in bondage. But I'm telling you, you have to be very mindful of your words because the words of God are powerful and they are life and they're living and they they are able to change your situation. So I wanted to just uh, continue this conversation. We're just having a basic conversation and the morning rant that I'm having so that you can get a, a glimpse as to what's happening with you and who you are. And then you take this information and you go study for yourself and see and begin to uh, implement it into your life. Psalm 1940, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, the heart is your spirit, your, your soul. So you and I have to um, allow uh, uh, the Word of God to uh, protect us. And there's a, I'll leave you guys with this particular scripture in Proverbs 13, 3. Whosoever guard his mouth preserve his life. He who opens wide his lips will definitely come. So it is your responsibility now that you have this information about your words and that your words can create and your words can destroy. Now how can you create? You create by taking the Word of God that is wise, attaching your faith to it, and then you will tremendous blessing in your family, freedom, all of the things that comes with your uh, you being here on this planet, on this uh, uh, earth that is here. So 
Bible tells us that the word of God is living and active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. It has the capability of piercing the division of the soul and the spirit, the joint and the marrow, and it has the ability to discern the thoughts and the intention of one man's heart or soul. So the word of God is powerful, and that's what you're bringing into your situation so that you can change it and create, as the Bible says, that we are created in his image and we are created in his likeness. So the Bible tells us that we are the sons of God and we ought to acknowledge our behaving as such. So I just want to, uh, we're going to talk a little more about uh, the power of words, but we're also going to then branch into the fact that we are able from, as uh, we get gain more understanding about the power of words, uh, how we are going to be speaking things into existence. And I alluded to that before, that it is through um coupled with our faith that one will gain and uh, uh, gain some insights and changes in your life. So we leave you with this scripture in Isaiah 55 verse 11. So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It, word that goes out of my mouth, that is alive and sharper than any two-edged sword. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing which I have sent. Bible said the just shall live by faith, we will by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is a victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.